Have you ever had that feeling when you leave the doctor's office and think, what did they just say? Or have any burning questions you didn't have time to ask? Or, I don't remember anything that just happened in that appointment. Or even, were they speaking my language? Yeah, us too. That's where we come in. We're the podcast dedicated to helping you understand what your doctor said about that thing you saw your doctor for in the first place. We understand it can be an information overload. We're here to help. I'm Dr. Josh Fletcher, a family medicine resident at Northrop General Hospital in Toronto. And I'm Jake Bloom, the person who doesn't know what's happening at the doctor's office. Welcome to Dr. Dictionary. I just want to make a quick disclaimer that this podcast isn't meant to be a replacement for a traditional doctor's appointment, nor is it meant to be providing medical advice. Rather, it's meant to be a supplement to your doctor's visit and explain why your doctor asked what they asked and help you explain the diagnosis and common treatment plans. Lastly, doctors often have very different styles and approaches to a patient and their diagnosis. If we discuss a question or treatment plan that your doctor didn't mention, that doesn't mean that they were wrong. This could represent a different in practice style or simply the fact that your doctor knows you better than we do and has created a treatment plan that better fits your lifestyle. So last episode, we covered the basics of depression. What it is, how common it is, the actual definition of depression, and also we explained why your doctor may have asked the questions that they did with regards to depression. In this episode, we're going to focus mainly on the medications that we use to treat depression. Let's get started. Perfect. Well, I guess, Josh, we should start with how do these medications work and are they dangerous? So if you remember from last time, what we were really talking about were the SSRIs. And again, I'll repeat them for you. There's sertraline or Zoloft, paroxetine or Paxil, fluoxetine or Prozac, escitalopram or Ciprolex, fluvoxamine or Luvox, and citalopram or Celexa. And these medications work by affecting that specific chemical serotonin and its action in the brain. The leading thought that we have is that low levels of specific chemicals, including serotonin, can lead to depression. And these are specifically low levels in the brain. These medications, the SSRIs, lead to an increased level of serotonin in the brain. And that's how we think that they help to treat depression. Now, these medications are not dangerous on their own. However, if you're taking multiple pills at once with multiple different medications, they can be dangerous. And that's where your doctor comes in to make sure that these medications are right for you. The other important thing to note is that it can be dangerous to take some of these medications with illegal drugs like ecstasy, but it's probably not best to take ecstasy in the first place. Okay, well, let's say I start taking one of these pills. Is it going to work right away? And will I feel better tomorrow? So that's a great question, and it's one of the biggest pitfalls many patients have with this medication. Now, with any treatment in general, it's extremely important to set the proper expectations. With these medications, they will not work tomorrow. Now, with depression, we have different categories of symptoms. One category are those physical symptoms, the sleep, the appetite or weight gain, that energy. And with these medications, they typically improve in one to three weeks. Now, this often goes unnoticed because your mood is still low, you still feel down, you're still not getting that enjoyment from things that once gave you enjoyment. Those symptoms take about four to six weeks to improve. 
So it's, again, it's very important to realize it's not going to work tomorrow. And just because you don't feel better in a week and your mood's not better in a week doesn't mean that these medications aren't working. Now, it's also very important to mention because of how this medication works in the brain, you might feel an increased level of anxiety in the first week or two of taking it. And this is normal. It will get better and it's just because of the way the medication works. Because of this and because it takes about six weeks for all these symptoms on average to get better, that's why your doctor might book you back in about six weeks or two months to talk again. It's not because I don't want to see you. It's not because you're annoying. If it was me, it would be because I'm annoying, but it's not because you're annoying, but it's because it can take this long to work. So how long can I expect to be on this pill? Usually we treat the first episode of depression for about six to nine months. However, if you've had multiple episodes before, if the episode has been going on for a prolonged period of time, if it's very severe, other factors like this, then we tend to treat longer, sometimes for over two years. And should I stop taking my medication when I start feeling better? Do I still need it? So that's another great question. And it's very important to continue taking your medication for the amount of time your doctor recommended. Previous studies have shown that you need to be on it for at least six to nine months, even if improvement in symptoms, because of that time period we mentioned above. Josh, say I start feeling sad again while on this medication. Does it mean that it's just not working? So as you remember in the previous episode, we talked a lot about setting the correct expectations with any treatment. And that's the same with these drugs. So even if you're feeling a little bit sad, the medication could still be working and it's not recommended to just stop it, but rather talk to your doctor first. It's normal to have that normative range of emotions with depressive medications. Just as if you weren't on any medication, some days you'd feel happy, some days you'd feel sad. And this is just part of normal human experience. Remember, as we said last time, depression is sadness that interferes with function. So it's normal to have that everyday sadness, but once it starts affecting your job, your relationships, etc., then we start getting more worried, and then we might think about switching the medication. Josh, what side effects can I expect while taking this medication? So it's very important to note that not everyone has side effects. And in general, we wouldn't be prescribing this medication unless the benefit outweighed the risk of the side effects. That being said, some common side effects to speak with your doctor about include stomach upset, nausea, bloating, diarrhea, maybe vomiting. Often they can cause sexual dysfunction, meaning they can result in delayed orgasm or ejaculation, decreased sex drive. They can make you sleepy or do the opposite effect depending on the drug and make you much more anxious or much more aware, more activated, as we would like to say. Sometimes it can cause headaches, some people have restlessness, and some people it can cause some sweating. Now also, some people report a flattening of their mood that occurs when taking these medications, and if that happens again, go see your doctor. Now these side effects are specific to the SSRIs that we were talking about earlier. Like I initially mentioned, there's tons of different medications for depression. Some have some of these side effects. Some of them are made specifically to counteract some of these side effects. For example, some do not have that sexual dysfunction. Some are meant to make you sleepy if that depression is keeping you awake at night. So again, that's why it's very important to talk to your doctor. Let them know what you're experiencing so their treatment plan that they choose for you is the best possible. There are many different reasons why your doctor might choose a specific medication for you. Some are good if you're experiencing pain with your depression. Some are good if you're trying to quit smoking and you're depressed at the same time. 
Some are good if you can't sleep and you're depressed. And some can be used for kids as well. And that's why that relationship with your doctor and talking with your doctor about the specific symptoms that you experience is so important. Are these medications addictive? That's a good question. And it's a common worry with any medication, really. So for these medications, no, they're not addictive. And if I start having side effects, should I just stop taking it immediately? So in general, it's very good practice to tell your doctor if you're having side effects for any medication before stopping them, because some medications can be associated with a withdrawal or symptoms that you might get after stopping the medication. And that can happen if you've been taking it for long enough or depending on the medication that you were put on in the first place. So in general, with these SSRIs or other antidepressants, again, it's important to tell your doctor before stopping this drug, and they can help you with this process and give you a good plan on how to stop. Josh, to wrap up, what are the key takeaways you would want your listeners to have on treatment? So I think the main thing to realize, again, like we said last time, is there's no one-stop shop for depressive medications. Often, it will require multiple different doses of sometimes multiple different medications or even two medications at the same time to treat the depression. And often, these medications will work synergistically with social supports and changes in that aspect of your life, as well as some of these talk therapies. Another big takeaway is that these medications do not work tomorrow. And that's very important to realize and to have proper expectations when starting these medications. Some of your more physical symptoms will improve in about one to three weeks, whereas that low mood, that decreased pleasure that you might have will typically take about four to six weeks to improve. All right, I guess that's another uh, visit to the doctor's office done. Josh, thank you so much for all this great information on uh, depression treatment. And if people have more questions, where can they hear from you? Thanks, Jake. As always, send us an email, thedoctordictionary at gmail.com, and we'll respond to your email. Or if you feel it's a very pertinent question and a lot of people could benefit from it, we might talk about it in an additional podcast. And as always, if you enjoyed the episode, like and subscribe, and that will uh, encourage us to keep up these future episodes. Fantastic. I'd like to thank Dr. Stephen Gelber, a psychiatrist at Northrop General Hospital, for peer-reviewing this episode, and Nick and John Bragagnolo for recording the original music. Next episode, we'll be talking more about those talk therapies, the CBT that we talked about specifically. I'm Dr. Josh Fletcher. See you next time.